Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
special way. I need you. Come in your own special form. Not how we thankful and grateful Holy Spirit we are thankful for your presence here oh we acknowledge your presence here we know you are here in our midst and when you are here oh Spirit of God darkness cannot comprehend oh Spirit of God have your way amongst us Spirit of God, we say, have your way amongst us. In your presence, no other spirit shall prevail. We thank you. We are grateful that you overlook our sinful state and you dwell mightily amongst us. Have your way. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Wonderful. What a day to be in the presence of the Lord. Wonderful. Well, you may be seated and let's share for a brief moment. And uh, we're going to pray. Amen. It is a wonderful season and a wonderful time we have. And we are taking full advantage of this season and this period. Wonderful. How many of you were here last week? Last week. Okay. Who was not here last week? Wonderful. Well, I want to encourage you to listen to the podcast. I think um, we are, well, we are sharing from this book, Demons and How to Deal with Them. We are sharing from this book and we are praying as we share from this book. Now, last week, I believe I laid uh, a very strong foundation um, in our war with the enemy. And I think it's a, it's a very important foundation that every one of you should have and understand. And will help you to understand what you are dealing with and how to deal with this particular enemy. Amen. Amen. 
And um, we shared a lot of things. We shared, we came to understand that our weapon in this warfare is the word of God. Amen. Amen. Our weapon in this particular warfare with the enemy is the word of God. And we learned that the enemy will do everything to take the word from you. He will do everything to let you not have the word. Because he knows that once you have the word, you have overcome him. Hallelujah. He knows once the word is in you, then the greater one comes in you. And you overcome him. So he will do everything in his power, not for you to have access to the word of God. Amen. And before we move on, there's a scripture that I wanted to share with you in John chapter 8. In this line. So I just want to share that with you briefly. And then we will move on to our prayer topic for today. John chapter 8 and verse 31. John chapter 8 and verse 31. It says, Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Hallelujah. And the truth shall make you free. Now, Jesus is saying, if you continue in the word, if you be continuous in searching for the word and chewing the word and eating the word and continuing on the word, if you continue on that, you become a real disciple. And then you know the truth. And the truth will make you free. The truth will set you free. Now you understand that if someone wants to keep you in bondage, if someone wants to keep you enslaved, if someone wants to keep you not as a free person, then the person will make every effort to make sure that you don't continue in the word. Hallelujah. So you realize Satan will do everything in his power to prevent you from Continuing in the word of God. Satan will do everything he can to prevent Christians from searching the word of God. Hallelujah. Have you not seen from the difficulty you encounter whenever you try to read the Bible? He will do everything and bring you all kinds of excuses, things to occupy you so that you don't read the Bible. So that you don't read the word. Because he knows that if you continue in the word, it will set you free. It will set you free from that bondage where he has you. It will set you free from demonic possession. If you continue in the word. He says, if you continue in my word, if you continue in my word, it will, it will set you free. It will bring you freedom. Demons will flee from you. Just continuing in the word of God. And the enemy knows that continuing in the word of God sets the people free. And so he will do everything in his power so you don't continue in the word of God. 
you realize that you get so blessed by a message that is preached. You will preach a message and you get so blessed. Now, tell me, how many of you go home and listen to that message again? You don't. Regardless, how many? Regardless of how blessed you felt. You see, regardless of how blessed you felt, you don't go home listening to that message again because the enemy will not make you continue in the word. Because if you continue in the word, it will set you free. You come to church and you hear a message and you, you feel you are so, it has taken certain burden from you. But you will not listen to it again. Hallelujah. Amen. You will not listen to it again. Amen. Amen. You will notice that as long as we will continue sharing on these topics, exposing the enemy this way, even our church attendance will start going down. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because he does not want you to come and hear. And he will occupy you, give you a lot of reasons. You will wake up and, oh, I have stuffy nose. I can't go to church today. Oh, I have this pain to come and hear. And he will occupy you, give you a lot of reasons. You will wake up and, oh, I have stuffy nose. I can't go to church today. Oh, I have this pain here. I can't go to church. Oh, I have this thing to do. I have that thing to do. You will see how many invitations, different kinds of invitations that your friends will send you. I need you because we are having this thing in my church, this adoring, this baby dedication. So many things. As long as we are talking about these things. So that you don't come to hear this. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Today, we almost did not have our service today here. Tuesday, we meet here. This is our contract standard. Nothing, nothing has ever come to prevent us or change it, even our time. But today, we almost could not have our service here. The church, they were setting up to have something here. They set up already. You saw them when you came. They moved their things there. I'm telling you, as long as we continue to expose the enemy this way, but we will continue on and we will expose him. You feel sick when it's time to come to you feel sick, you feel stuffy nose, you feel this, you feel this, your bones hurting, this joint, this so many reasons why you will not come to church. Coming to church, you feel is is faced with a lot of challenges because he does not want you to continue in the word. Amen. 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 See, it's too cold. It's too cold. The cold is going in my bones. And if tonight I don't go, even the Lord would understand. Yeah. You know, prayer and fasting even on such topics is very difficult. Praying and fasting on a topic like this is very difficult. Very difficult. Very difficult. Amen. You'll be, you'll be hungrier more than the usual. I'm telling you something. Because this is direct exposure of the enemy. And he doesn't like that. Hallelujah. See, that's what, I'm not even surprised why even God led the bishop to even just um, design this three hour, just three hours, pray three hours and break, so that everyone can pray. 
everyone can involve himself. Because he knows that this is a difficult topic. Amen. I believe that if every one of us will continue in this and accomplish even these three hours, at least three hours of prayer every day, at the end, we will come out victorious. I say, at the end, we will come out liberated. At the end, we will come out free from demonic possessions. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. Well, we want to continue praying. So, um, I want to share something with you. Um, we are sharing again from um, the story about the madman of Gadara um, in uh, Mark chapter 5 and verse 20, which uh, I believe we have read many times already. So, um, for the sake of time, we're not going to read it again, but um, what, all of this we are sharing is based on Mark chapter 5. Verse 1 to 20. Amen. Amen. So in this story, we realize that um, the, the devil took this madman to a cemetery. We are going to share about fear and pray against fear. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We are going to pray against fear. Amen. Amen. The devil took this madman to a cemetery. Now, a cemetery is a place of fear. A cemetery, I mean, there are many people who don't even want to go to a cemetery. When someone dies, they don't even want to go to the cemetery. You see? Because cemetery is a place of fear. There's no living person there. It is the quietest place that you can find on earth. Very quiet, very calm, very quiet, but you don't want this kind of quietness. Amen. In certain parts of the world, such as here, you know, cemeteries are, they try to make it very nice. Manicured lawns, beautiful tombstones, make it very nice, but you will not like to live there. You would rather live on your concrete pavement, no, no lawn, no grass. You would rather live there, no plant. You, you, and noisy. You, you prefer that one any day. But not a cemetery. There is a popular cemetery that <laughs> in a certain country, you know, I mean, it is said that sometimes at night, people drive by the cemetery and your car can break down. And as you are sitting in the car, you'll be having chills. <laughs> so nobody wants to go near places like that. Amen. It is a fearful place. A place of chills. And that is how the enemy wants you. He wants you to put you in a place where you are afraid. You are filled with fear. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So it's not surprising that, you know, a man who is demon possessed, the enemy has brought him to a place like that. When the enemy gets away in your life, 
He wants you to, your life to be just like this man in this story. So the reason why we are using this man is he is the, the highest example that we can find of someone who is possessed by demons. Mind you, every one of you, you are possessed by some demons, small bit. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. And as we are sharing in these messages, you will notice that you also have some demon in you. Amen. When the enemy has a way, he will make you like a madman. Filled with fear. Hallelujah. Because fear is one of the main characteristics of a demon-possessed person. When a demon is in you, one of the main characteristics, one of the cardinal signs is fear. Hallelujah. When you have fear, you know that the demon is in you. And they, they will torment you. Demons want to torment you. Sometimes they visit you, they bring you dreams that torment you. Even children, they torment children with dreams. Sometimes children wake up in the middle of the night with a frightful dream, fearful dream. It's demons. When you, a child comes to you like that, lay your hands and pray and cast out the demon that visited the child that night. It's not from God. Hallelujah. Everything that has to do with evil spirits is associated with fear also. Anything that has to do with the demon is associated with fear. Amen. That is why even this Halloween, which is supposed to be a demonic celebration, it is designed to have fearful things. It has to be fearful. You have to dress fearful. It has to be a fearful night. It has to, everything to do with demonic things has to do with fear. If horror movies, which are supposed to be demonic things, they are all like to bring fear. Fear. Yeah. You go and watch it, you can't sleep. Yeah. Torment you. As almost everything, almost everything that is designed to bring you fear is demonic. I say almost everything that is designed to bring you fear is demonic. We are Hallelujah. Amen. First Timothy. Second Timothy chapter 1. Second Timothy chapter 1. Second Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7. It says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear. God has not given us what? He says, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. God has not given us the spirit of fear. The Bible makes it clear, David, the Bible makes it clear that fear is a spirit. Fear is a spirit. Fear is not a mood. I'm not in a fearful mood, you know. I, I am, I don't know, but I feel I'm in a fearful mood, you know. Fear is not an attitude. Hallelujah. Fear is not a thought. 
You know, it's not, I'm having a thought of fear. You know, I'm having, it's, fear is a spirit. The Bible says, fear is a spirit. God, and God has not given us the spirit of fear. Hallelujah. Now, there are only two kinds of spirits. There is the spirit of God, and there's evil spirits. So, if the Bible says, God has not given us the spirit of fear, then who gives the spirit of fear? It's the devil that gives the spirit of fear. The Bible says, if you have fear, don't blame God. If there is fear in you, don't blame God. Don't look for God in it. God is not in it. Because God has not given us the spirit of fear. Amen. God did not give us the spirit of fear. If you have a dream and you wake up and you are afraid and you are trembling, it is not a dream visited by angels. God did not give you the spirit of fear. Amen. Amen. I say anything that is designed to bring you fear is evil spirits. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You will live in fear. You will live in fear. You live in fear. It's not from God. It's not from God. God did not give us a spirit of fear. Hallelujah. Any form of fear. Any form of fear. Every kind of fear. I don't care what brought that fear in you. It's not from God. The Bible makes it very clear that fear is a spirit and it is not from God. Amen. Now the spirit of God, it leads us. Do you see? He says that he leadeth me in the path of what? And he leadeth me to the still what? It leads in a place where there is peace. It leads you to a place where is calmness. It leads you to a place of righteousness. The spirit of God leads you in green pastures. It leads you and places you in green pastures. That is the spirit of God. And it leads you. Any spirit that drives you a spirit that drives you brings compulsion, brings you to a forceful decision to make a decision is an evil spirit. The spirit of God, it leads you. Evil spirit, they drive you. They will make you do things that you don't want to do. It will take you to a place where you, want, you don't want to be. Nobody wants to be, live, no one wants to live in a cemetery. No matter how manicured the lawns look. Nobody wants to live there. So anything that brings compulsion and you are forced to do this. You know, I, I, I feel if I don't sleep with him, he will not marry me. That is a demonic spirit. It is not from God. So if you are praying about someone and the compulsion is there to sleep with the person, you feel if I don't sleep with uh, that is not from God. That is a demonic spirit. That is an evil spirit. Amen. That is an evil spirit. I say anything that brings you fear is not from God. When you are doing anything under the influence of fear, you are being driven by evil spirits. Hallelujah. 
When you are doing anything that brings you fear, you are afraid. Anything that has brought fear in you, anything that has brought anxiety in you, I am afraid that I'm not going to do well in life. Fear, you know, and then it's making you, fear is driving you and school, you can't even concentrate. You are afraid to fail. You are afraid that they are going to fire you from this nursing program. You are afraid that they are going to remove you from this. And then you feel you are anxious every time. That is not from God. I said, that is not from God. That is not from God. Fear that I'm going to lose my marriage. Fear that, you know, he's going to cheat on me. You are afraid. I fear that he's not going to marry me. Fear that I'm not going to have a child. Fear that I'm not going to get married. Fear that we are going to get divorced. That is not from God. That is not from God. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of sound mind. And of sound mind. So if there is something that is not in your life, you are lacking it, and it's making you afraid, and it's bringing you fear, understand that it's not from God. Therefore, rise up and pray against it. For God has not given you that spirit. Amen. Fear, fear of pastors. You are afraid of pastors. Fear of churches. You are afraid of churches. Fear that, you know, the church will take my money. Ah, if I, if I commit to the church, they will take my money. That is a demonic spirit. Fear that, ah, the, these pastors, you see the cars they drive, you see how they, they, they that, that kind of fear is an evil spirit. You can't even commit Fear that if I, be, if I come here to sing, they will laugh at me. Fear that, you know, I, I don't want to lead. I don't want anyone to lead. That is not a God spirit. That is not a God spirit. That is not a God spirit. Fear that my English is not good. So if I begin to speak, they will laugh at me. Fear that, you know, I will make a, I will make a grammatical error and they will laugh at me. It is not of God. 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 You, you, you are afraid. You, you are anxious. And you are hiding. Fear makes a lot of people hide from churches. They don't come to church. They don't trust pastors. They are afraid of pastors. Fear. It is fear that makes you hide from God. Fear. Yeah. And the enemy brings that in you through sin. He will make you sin and it brings fear and you hide from... Let me show you a scripture in Genesis. Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. And verse 8. <laughs> Genesis chapter 3 and verse 8. I love this church also. And I love these members. Wonderful. It's a a Misheric church. A church of joy. God has blessed us. Look at Genesis chapter 3 and verse 8. It says, And they heard the voice of the Lord. They heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. They have never done this before. The Bible says God always comes in the cool of the day 
and he's fellowshipping with them. They had never hidden themselves from them. They are always expecting. 6 p.m., they know God is coming. 5.30, God is not here yet. Oh, 5.45, 6 p.m., God is here. They've never hidden themselves from God before. I say fear, when you fear, when you encounter the enemy, he brings you fear and he makes you hide. So verse 9, he says, And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where are thou? I am here. Where are you? I am in a church. I cannot see you. Your blessing, I have come. Where are thou? He says, The Lord God called unto Adam. The same place that they meet every day. God came. He couldn't find them. And he said, verse 10, I heard thy voice in the garden. And I was what? I was what? I was what? Because I was what? And I did what? I hid myself. Fear will make you hide yourself. He says, I was afraid. I was naked and I hid myself. Fear will make you hide from God. And it's only, it only comes when demons, you have encountered the enemy. When the demon has had access into your life. Through sin. Then they will have access. Then they will bring you fear. And then you will hide from God. Amen. Amen. Sometimes fear comes in you that you hide from your own family members, hide from church members, hide from everyone because I'm afraid. I'm afraid they're going to ask me this. I'm afraid they are going to find out if I pass the exam. I'm afraid they are going to do this. Any form of fear, no matter how it comes to you, it's not, come, it's not from God. Fear of getting married. You don't want to get married. So, even as a result of that, you don't want to come in the midst of people. You don't want to be in a church. You don't want to. Fear of getting married. It's not from God. You need to rise up and pray against that fear because it is not from God. It's not from God. It's not from God. Amen. I say, fear is not from God. Fear. Fear of committing to a church. Any kind of fear that comes in you. Hallelujah. Fear of letting your pastor know you. Fear of letting your pastor visit you. Fear of letting your pastor into your life. You see, the enemy will like you never to expose your life to the your pastor, so that you can be deliberated, so that you can be free. He wants to keep you in bondage. Oh, let me show you a scripture. First John. You are looking at me like I'm making it up. First John. First John. Let me quickly read this and we'll pray. Look, fear, let me tell you. You have to pray against fear. Pray that the fear that is in you, first of all, acknowledge and identify him. And I say, I know who you are. I know who you are. This thing that is in me, I know who you are. You are a demon. And today you are out. 
Say, today you are out. Today you are out. Unless you identify the demon and call him by name. He said, this thing, I know who you are. Fear of failure. First John chapter 4 and verse 18. So we say that fear is what? Is a demonic spirit. And we say love is what? God is what? Love is what? That's it. Do you understand? Okay, so now this scripture will make sense. So it says, it says, there is no fear in love. Do you understand? There is no demon in God. There is no fear in love. Fear is a demonic spirit. God is love. And there is no fear in love. There is no demon in God. There is no evil in God. It says, there is no fear in love. But perfect love, it casts out fear. When there is perfect love, when we have true love one for another, when we have perfect love, it means that when we have God, when we have perfect love, which is not blemish, which is not contaminated by evil spirits, it casts out fear. It casts out demons. When we have love in us, there's no demon in us. Because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. You see, that is why I'm saying that everyone has some demon in him. Because you are not perfect in love. All of you have some fear in you. All of you have something you don't want the pastor to know. Every one of you, you have something that you don't want the pastor to know. You don't want the pastor to know that your mouth is some way. You don't want the pastor to know that you can talk in a certain way. You know, some of you, if the pastor was to find out this beautiful chick, the way you talk, this nice girl like you, if the pastor were to find, sometimes you yourself, you say it to yourself. After you are done with the person, you say, hey, if pastor were to hear me talking like this, he will really be surprised. Sometimes you have finished the firing and you just came. And you, as you are looking, you are looking at yourself and you are laughing. And you say, hey, if pastor knew what I have just done. <laughs> true or not true? Amen. You are not made perfect in love. Do you see? Every one of you, every one of you, you have some, something in you. Something in you. Some of you, certain conversations at home, you don't ever want me to hear it. But it says, perfect love, it casts out fear. Hallelujah. Almost everyone has some type of thing that you are afraid of. You are afraid of sickness. You are afraid. You are afraid. Some of you have fear of cancer because some auntie and some grandmother had cancer. You have fear of... God did not give you that spirit. God did not give you that spirit. Therefore, you say, I do not have the fear of cancer. 
Sometimes you have to look in yourself and say, this breast will never experience breast cancer. Amen. Oh, yes. You have to figure where your liver is. He said, this liver will never experience liver cancer. This stomach, it will only take food. Never cancer. Food and vegetables, water and everything. But never cancer. And say that and make that confession. And walk without fear. Walk without fear. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. No matter what the fear is, it is demonic. I don't care how you get it. It is demonic. Fear of death. You are afraid that your mother is going to die. Your grandmother is going to die. You are afraid that you are going to lose this fear. Any form of fear. Some some people, they are afraid of sitting on an airplane. I don't know why you came here. So I don't know how you go back. You may have to swim. Swim. Bishop says, fear will make you be, behave in an awkward manner. Fear, everyone is sitting on a bus or train or something and you are always walking. You are always walking. No matter what the distance, you are walking. Because of fear. It's not from God. It's, so you have to rise up and cast out that fear from you. Look, identify the thing that you are afraid of. Identify the thing that you fear you are not going to get. If it is exam that you fear you are going to fail, pray against it. If it is you are afraid that I'm not going to get this money for my school, pray against it. And say that God has not given me the spirit of fear. You are afraid that you are not going to get married. You are afraid that you are not going to have a child. You are afraid that your husband is going to leave you. Your wife is going to leave you. It is a fear that is a spirit from the devil. And it's not from God. Hallelujah. When God is in you, it casts out fear. Perfect love, it casts out fear. Am I going to have a child? I am 32. I am 31. I am 28. I am 29. I am. You say, look, I am I'm not included on, in those who have fear when they are 35. I am going to have a child. Yes. You say, I will have my three children and I will raise my three children and they will be healthy. Fear that your child will be sick. Fear that you, your child will, will, will fall into this. Fear that fear. Do not be afraid. It's not from God. Hallelujah. So we are going to stand up. We are going to pray. Identify the fear that is in you. Any form of fear. Anything that you are afraid of. You are afraid of losing your job. You are afraid that they will fire you. You are going for an interview and you are afraid that they will not hire you. A Christian, you are you, we're not afraid. That is not from God. You are afraid that you will not finish that school. You are afraid that you will not finish your nursing program. You are afraid that you will not finish that degree. You are afraid that you will not do this. You are afraid that you are going to lose this. Some of you, you are afraid of getting into an accident. And sometimes it is because of something that the enemy exposes you to. An experience that you have had before. But rise up and overcome that fear. Rise up and overcome that fear. Rise up and overcome that fear. He said, today this fear is out. It is not from God. Why am I afraid? Because God has not given me a spirit of fear. Say, God has not given me a spirit of fear. 
but God has given me a spirit of power. There is power in you. In the absence of power, you have fear. In the absence of sound mind, you have fear. In the absence of love, you have fear. Therefore, pray against it. Rise up and pray. There are so many things that we are afraid of. We are afraid of failure. We are afraid of disappointment. We are afraid of divorce. We are afraid of everyone here this afternoon. Jesus Christ is not your savior. You have not given your life to Jesus. If you are here this afternoon, you want to give your life to Jesus. You say, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to receive Christ in my life. Maybe you come to church every Sunday, but you know deep in your heart that you are very far from Jesus. You are very far from God. If you were to die today, you are not even sure where you will go. If that is you, this afternoon, I'm giving you this great opportunity. Why don't you lift up your right hand with all eyes closed, every head bowed. You say, I feel very far from Jesus. I want to give my life to Christ. If that is your prayer, do not leave this place without giving your life to Christ. You may not have that opportunity again. You may not have that opportunity again. He said, be sure of your salvation. Be sure of your salvation. If that is your prayer, I want you to lift up your right hand, wherever you are. Just lift up your right hand and I will say this short prayer with you. Anyone here like that? Anyone here like that? Lift up your right hand and I will say this short prayer with you. Father, we thank you for the gift of salvation. We thank you, Lord, for the sacrifice you made for us. Even whilst we were still sinners, Lord, you sacrificed. You laid down your life for us. We are grateful unto you. We thank you for your word that continues to light our path. We thank you, Lord Jesus. May you keep us, preserve us, deliver us from the wicked one. Deliver us from his subtlety. Deliver us from his lies. Deliver us from his deception. Deliver us from bad counseling in the name of Jesus. Deliver us from ungodly counsel. Deliver us from the counsel of the ungodly. Lord, may you keep us. May your word be a guide unto us. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.